Hello. Um, welcome to our new podcast, Main Street Chronicles. Um, this is a podcast sponsored by Unicorn Clothing. Um, we'd love it if you would check them out. Uh, best way is probably online, unicornclothing.com, or on Facebook, Unicorn Clothing. Um, well, let's say this is our first foray into the world of podcasts. So we are learning and you are going to learn right along with us. Uh, we've been talking and thinking about having a blog and a podcast for a long time now. Um, so we're excited to finally be getting this project going. Um, and we've got a lot of exciting topics that we're going to be talking about. Um, you know, everything from the daily fun of being a small business in general uh, to running a shop at the Renaissance festivals in particular. Uh, historical fashion, the history of a unicorn clothing as a company, um, and the, you know, trials and tribulations of keeping up with modern trends and, you know, who knows what else. Um, it's a pretty long list and we had trouble deciding where to start, uh, but uh, I think we've done a pretty good job. Um, let's, uh, let's start with some introductions. Well, my name is Erica. I've been with Unicorn Clothing since 2011. Uh, I manage several of the shops at the Renaissance festivals around the country throughout the year. Uh, and I do a lot of the behind the scenes stuff as well. I run the website and Facebook and Instagram pages. Uh, now this blog and podcast. I design the new pieces that we've been adding to the collections over the last few years um, and a few other things. I've got a background in theater, fashion design, and small business management, so being part of this unicorn herd is exactly where I want to be, and it's lovely to work with excellent people on excellent projects like this. Um, I'll definitely be a frequent writer and a voice for the unicorn blog and podcast, uh, but I'm sure we'll have guest writers on from time to time as well. We've got a lot of interesting and enthusiastic unicorns in our herd, and I'd love to get their voices uh, out there as well. Uh, anyway, for the first um, episode, I thought I would pick something interesting but easy enough to get my feet wet, and I landed on this concept of slow fashion. But once I started researching things, I realized this was a vast and interesting topic, and my tiny intro episode suddenly blossomed into an entire mini-series. Uh, so for the next several episodes, we will be exploring slow fashion and how it relates to Renaissance festivals, uh, the loyal festival audience, and unicorn clothing in particular. So uh, let's get started. What is slow fashion? In this particular instance, it might be easier to define a thing by comparing it to its opposite, fast fashion. Fast fashion is uh, the modern fashion business model. It's releasing new collections every season, every month, sometimes even every week. It is low price, low quality, high volume clothing production. 
Uh, fast fashion tells its customers to chase trends and stuff their closets with cheap things they don't even like and probably won't even wear but feel compelled to own. Uh, or worse, they find things that they do like, but the clothing is made so quickly and of such low-quality materials that it breaks down after just a few washes. And trying to mend your favorites is not acceptable in fast fashion. I won't bore you with statistics, uh, but the sheer number of fast fashion clothing that uh, ends up in landfills each year is staggering. Um, often the clothing going to those landfills is brand new. Mega brands will throw away warehouses full of new clothing that didn't sell in time and needs to be discarded to make room for the next micro season and all the new, new, new things they need to sell. Anyway, you get the point. Uh, fast fashion is unsustainable. It wrecks the environment, uh, often comes at the expense of workers at all levels, and is a dangerous economic game to play. In contrast, slow fashion focuses on sustainability. Uh, it takes into account both environmental and socioeconomic sustainability, and uh, strives to create a cultural connection uh, in its space and with its customers. Uh, it focuses more on style rather than fashion. And if you don't know the difference between style and fashion, tune in to episode three as we explore style, fashion, trends, and capsule collections. Anyway, uh, slow fashion follows the total life of the garment as well. It places responsibility and intention with the company by demanding accountability of design, production, and sales. And then it follows the garment home to the customers by demanding responsibility of use and reuse and finally retirement of the garment. So let's look a little more closely at each of those areas. Company structure looks at how a company has been built. Slow fashion focused companies are typically small businesses, locally or nationally based, uh, with a cultural connection to their community in their company mission. So looking at company structure when looking at slow fashion is sort of like looking at the box that you're filling with good stuff. Good box, good stuff. Uh, product design, production, and sales is the good stuff you want to fill that well-built company with. When considering product design, slow fashion houses strive to make clothing with high-quality, environmentally friendly materials like cotton, linen, and wool. More recently, hemp and bamboo have become popular as well. They are designing pieces to be used for years rather than seasons, and new styles are released slowly while old styles are aged out very infrequently. One good thing leads to another, and production is considered during product design. During production, items are made in an environmentally productive way. So harsh chemicals are avoided, green energy is used where possible, and waste is minimized. Uh, but it's not just about the environment. It's also about personnel. Those making the items are paid a living wage and treated with dignity and respect. 
Lastly, production schedules are often just in time, meaning that items are made as they are needed so that companies are not left with excess unwanted stock. Just in time production makes for smaller batches and can be more time consuming and take greater feats of organization and logistical planning, but it makes for less waste and better quality control. The final area a company can enact slow fashion practices is during sales. Slow fashion companies make styles available for much longer than the brief seasons seen in fast fashion. The same pieces are often available for years. Maybe a new color is released each season to keep things fresh rather than a new style. Additionally, Slow fashion garments are priced to reflect the quality and sustainability built into the life of the items. They might seem higher priced than fast fashion, but those prices reflect the true cost of production, including the costs borne by the environment and the local community, costs that fast fashion companies conveniently ignore. Slow fashion doesn't stop with the company, though. It is a lifestyle and a mentality shared by slow fashion customers as well. Slow fashion customers are thoughtful and purchase items they love and that are a true reflection of their personality and interests. They wear them for years, maintaining them through mending and low-maintenance washing so that they may extend the life of each item before passing it on. When the original owner of the garment no longer uses the pieces, they often become hand-me-downs to younger family and friends, or get sent to a thrift store, or, if they're crafty, they may be cut up and used in a new upcycled fashion piece. Upcycling is taking an older item and modifying it to be used in a new way. Uh, for example, cutting up sweaters to make into a patchwork coat, or cutting down an oversized flannel shirt into a comfortable fall dress. But nothing lasts forever. Slow so fashion customers also consider the end of a garment's life cycle. At the end of the garment's life, it can be used as rags for cleaning, filler for pillows, or finally retired to a landfill or recycling center. But since the slow fashion pieces were designed using environmentally friendly fabrics to begin with, even pieces that do end up at the landfill often break down and decompose much quicker than cheaper fabrics used in fast fashion items. Hopefully you have a better idea of all the thought and responsibility that goes into being a slow fashion company and living a slow fashion lifestyle as a consumer. Now, you might be thinking of all the ways Unicorn Clothing and many of the artisan shops at the Renaissance Festivals participate in slow fashion. You're right. Tune in next time when we talk about all the ways in which Unicorn Clothing upholds these slow fashion pillars and has done so since 1973. I hope you've enjoyed our first episode of Main Street Chronicles. We'll see you next time.